0: Yeah, baby hey everybody welcome to the tfd show i am brian along with me is my great pal matt say hello buddy what is up everybody that is my favorite sound hello. of the week <laughs> mine too mine too what's up man
1: man um a lot we got we got a lot to talk about today yes um, we do
0: yes we do i want to thank everybody uh, who's listening uh thank you for listening wherever you are whenever you are and uh what, what,
1: uh, what's on your mind man um well I'll tell you what's on my mind first before we get into the real heart of the conversation of sports again but uh you know it's something we we talked about before and I think we've mentioned it a few times during some of the episodes that you know it, it's important especially as guys you know that we need to be handy you know that's like I know it's kind of like a cliche thing, like a like a man should be able to work around the house and stuff like that. But it's true because it's not only a guy thing, but it's a it, it's an economic and and frugal thing, you know. So, for example, you know, I was, I was telling you last week that the uh, the uh, the window motor and the regulator busted in yeah, my truck.
0: am telling also, me it snapped or something.
1: Yeah, the the, the window just—I put the window down, it went straight down to the door frame. And you clank. know, yeah, clank exactly. And I was like, oh shit. And so I called around to find out what it was gonna run me, and the quotes I was getting was between 250 to four or 500 bucks. And I was like, man, that's, that's crazy expensive. And I uh, at the request of my wife, I YouTubed it. and it turns out it wasn't that hard of a job. So last week I took the door panel off. and this week the part came in. I spent 60 bucks on that part, and it took me a total of maybe 40 minutes to remove the old part, slice my hands up on sheet metal, and put the new motor in, and it works perfectly. There will be a video up on TFD lifestyle uh, later this afternoon, but, um, you know, it just got me thinking, man. It's like, that's 300 bucks that I saved just by taking that extra step and going on YouTube, learn how to do it yourself. You know, there's so many things you can do around the house, you know, with your car that people pay good money to get done, but you can probably do it, you know, especially with YouTube, man, literally everything is on YouTube. Just out of curiosity, I searched on YouTube, 2011 Kia Soul timing belt change for my wife's car. That's a very, very specific search and sure enough, it was there. So it just tells you that literally anything you look up for any model car for any part, somebody's done a video on it and simple as that, man, you know, and it gives you a little sense of accomplishment when you, uh, when you get stuff done like that, you know, I started thinking, man, I could change my transmission.
0: <laughs> Which I have done back in the day when I had a Ford Mustang, I actually did train the transmission, got a refurbished one. Uh, luckily my godfather, uh, he he he, you know he's quite the the handyman himself, especially around cars. He is a genius when it comes to automobiles. He helped me out to do that. But no, I agree with you. Like yeah. everyone forgets it, they want the things quick, they want it fast. Look, that's true. Yeah. You know you can pay for a nice service, get things done, so you don't have to do it. But if you're trying get to, off. yeah, but a lot of times you get ripped off. People charge by the hour. They charge too much by the hour. Take yeah, it up, up time.
1: Here, up here in North Carolina, man, the labor rate is like a hundred and fifteen bucks an hour. I remember in Miami it was like 90, and dude, 115 an hour. <laughs> I was like, dude, that, I like, I can get that done in an hour, and I did. And um, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, it's like it just makes a world of difference. You know, you don't have to worry so much about, you know, oh, do I have to spend my entire day Saturday, you know, sitting at a at a, a mechanic getting something done when, you know, get some, get a beer, get your toolkit, and go get it done. I remember that time. With uh, with the Mustang, we had to. I think it was an alternator we put on there, or a starter. It was one of the alternator, the starter, and your dad was out there. and I remember <laughs> probably both. <laughs> it wasn't running. That was the point. And uh, and I remember we had to put the whole uh, serpentine belt on, and you know we were we were working until like one in the morning. I remember that there were parts all over the place, and we we're like, you know, if we don't put this thing back in exactly the right order, the engine's pretty much going to seize up. <laughs> <laughs> true. Like. Luckily your dad was there because he knows this stuff too and he came out and he was like no 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 look here it goes right here and we fixed it and it ran for like another month Then you sold
0: it that's true well hey it ran great for that other month you know we fixed yeah, it, it did. Yeah. sell it
1: except except second gear second gear didn't run
0: <laughs> no second gear worked second stop bashing my old car right? I'm,
1: not I'm just saying it was amazing that it actually ran on like it was missing a gear i remember that you had to go from first gear I think straight to third. If you know anything about cars, that's when
0: when I changed the transmission. That was a little bit before that. You're confusing the times, okay?
1: (laughs) I'm just saying I remember that incident as well because it was funny. I you had to really if you know about cars, you have to get the RPMs pretty high to go from first to third, you know, especially in a you know V8 American car where the RPMs go to like six thousand. So you were like redlining just to change one gear.
0: I didn't line. I went close to it, but it wasn't was the, was the point. Anyways, the point. the point is that <laughs> it's good to take time to save money, especially if you're trying to save up for up for a house or a new car, you know, doing small things like that, looking stuff on gear, your you own. Exactly. You know, being <laughs> determined to do things uh, on your own, you know, it takes a couple of minutes extra to do it and just be surprised at how much you can save and how fun it actually is. I love doing stuff like that around the house.
1: Yeah, man. That's why with the house we're looking at actually up here, you know, we, we had an opportunity to go new construction, like I told you.
0: Yeah. And you know,
1: we, we backed out of that. And you know, I think part of it was new construction is great because of the convenience, knowing that literally nothing will need to be done. But there's kind of like a little bit of excitement of you know, getting a house for you know less than what you pay for new construction and doing your own work. I'm not saying do a complete kitchen overhaul, because that's expensive and time consuming, but no things here and there need to be fixed, you know, fix the garage door, things like that. You know, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to that stuff. Um, you know, I, I like working around the house. I like being handy. And, um, you know, it's going to be good to, you know, continue to teach Jacob that, you know, my stepson, and then also to teach my future son, you know, the importance of, you know, being self-sufficient. And I think it's a lesson that is escaping a lot of our you know, maybe the younger generation. Our generation, we got it, man. We were, you know, working on shit all the time, but
0: right, our 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 fathers were uh, smart enough to put us in a situation like here, learn or fail really big. One of the others,
1: yeah, like- yeah. So, yeah, man, it was a little, you know, notch in the belt today, getting that done, and uh yeah, it was uh, it was fun. I had a good time. It was hot as hell, and I sliced my hands, but it was.
0: Well, good. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you got it done. Uh, you just stitch up your hands, stop bleeding all over your laptop, and uh, all right, let's continue on with the show.
1: <laughs> all right, go for it, man. I know you went hiking this weekend. And,
0: yes. Uh, if you're not following on
1: Instagram, you should be, and there's a lot of videos and pictures that are coming up now of this beautiful hike, which I am extremely jealous of, um, so go ahead and tell me about it, man.
0: Dude, it was pretty nice. We were lucky. I was worried. Uh, the rain was supposed to be hitting us, like, all day Saturday on the 29th. What? It looked cloudy.
1: Like some of the pictures, I was like, holy shit.
0: Well, luckily, it was overcast, so we avoided the sun. It rained real early in the morning. Uh, but after that, it just drizzled on the way up to New Hampshire, because my wife and I ended up hiking Mount Monadnock. Uh-huh. <laughs> So Mount (laughs) Monadnock's found in New Hampshire. It's in Gaffrey, New Hampshire. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I know, right?
1: Mount what? Mount (laughs) Monadnock.
0: Mount Monadnock. Anyway, uh, its uh, peak uh, elevation is uh, 3,165 feet. It's not the tall mountain, but it's a good size hike that we went on. Uh, It's surrounded by uh, 3,500 acres of uh, protected forest, thanks to the New Hampshire, the Society of Protection of New Hampshire Forests. They've, they've uh, been, yeah, they've been taking care of it since 1910. I found out. So uh, we we drove up right up to um, which is in the videos and in the Instagram, right up to the main uh, state park entrance. It was five dollars a person, so ten bucks to go to the park. Uh, there are uh, two main. Um, Trails that are right, as, right after the park, right after the headquarters from the park ranger, as well as the headquarters from uh, like the park itself, the store, which is really tiny, like one single building made of wood. But General. Uh, yeah, it was cute. It was a nice little place to, to stop. You know, we we filled up our hydration packs, packed snacks, first aid kit. You know, bug spray and some suntan not suntan, but sun lotion. Yeah, I mean, I wore long sleeves. You know, I didn't want to get burnt or nothing, just in case. But, uh, we there's two trails we went on it was uh, one together is the white dot trail and there's the white cross which are the most direct routes it's two miles up two miles back four miles round trip season right yeah man I mean it started off with like a beautiful tree line uh, you know a lot of dirt logs uh, you know somewhat built up steps at first just the way the incline is with the soil uh, okay. but, it, but it started to inc- it started to increase pretty quickly the 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 angles are getting up there, and a lot of the time the rocks are – you're turning into what feels like a staircase into a ladder, and we're using your hands and feet, and you're climbing up, man.
1: Damn. So that's, that sounds like, uh, it sounds like Fernie when we were out there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I <it> was uh,
1: like, <laughs> oh, my God, look at that. It looks just like Canada Land.
0: <laughs> it did. It did. Uh, very similar uh, no, rock structures. Actually, here's some nerdy stuff for you, brother, because I know you're a geologist. So I looked up the type of rock material that are most commonly found on Mount Monadnock. Uh, so I hope I say this right. I apologize, listeners. One is it's uh, there's a lot of the rocks are are made of schist. 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 Yeah, it's a bunch of schist out there. Uh, yes, it is. Medium grade metamorphic rock. Uh, you know, it was pretty much everywhere. We're climbing it a hand and foot. Also, there's quartzite. Quartzite. Okay. Hard, non-foliated metamorphic rock. Uh, it's predominant uh, stone structures that are out there. And there a couple times, uh, you're coming up. It's basically like we're just walking up a wall. Uh, if you see a couple of the videos, especially in the the, the second to last video, you see that uh, first initial uh, climbing out of the tree line where we start hitting some of the bigger rocks and boulders. I, you know, yeah, there's like assisted pull-ups, you know. Like uh, I go up and I turn around, help Tara. My wife, she comes up too. And it was a challenging hike.
1: Yeah, good for her, man. Being especially uh especially uh you know being pregnant, man. That's um that, that's a that's a good accomplishment for her. You know?
0: Oh yeah, she uh I mean, she's never no stranger to uh to pushing her body to the limits. I mean she's we're eleven weeks pregnant ourselves. Um, so she's not really showing yet, but uh yeah. you know we can feel and it's uh you know she she felt winded. We had to t- we took a couple of breaks. Yeah. Hydrated, had a couple snacks, and we were good to go. After that, energized and bang, you take yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's good. Good, you're getting it in now because I'll, I'll tell you what, you know, um, you know, my wife being, you know, what is she six six months pregnant now? You know, we went hiking about a month ago, and after about, it wasn't even a steep incline, but only about maybe I don't know four hundred yards, and uh, she's winded. You know, it's it's a lot. I think it's a lot hotter down here too than it is. Uh, up where y'all are at but um but it's uh yeah man just make sure you get out there and get those hikes in before you know the the, the big part of pregnancy comes in it's tough at that point yeah. but um well my wife I'll is- tell you, fun fact yeah. though speaking of uh the schist that's up there so if you've ever been to central park okay in new york all those stone outcroppings that's all schist and it's called manhattan schist because pretty much the entire island of Manhattan is built on top of that schist. Schist is one of the best um, materials to build a foundation in. So that's why like those buildings are able to be built, you know, 110 stories because they put these massive pilings down into the schist, and those things don't buck, man. It's uh, I have a piece actually uh, that I brought from Central Park, but um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. The, Fun fact of the day. Fun science fact. If you Fair don't hand? know,
0: now you know. You know. Cool, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. Well, yeah, no, was- a,
1: we're looking forward to more pictures coming up there. And actually, um, I know you uh, you sent me some from Archer from Canada, which um, we can get those edited up and get those up on the site, too. I think that'd be really cool.
0: They so will be coming out there soon. Uh, yeah, I did uh, share those. Uh, we'll be putting up our uh, British Columbia hike trip coming up in the next uh, week or so. Get those videos out for everybody. And it was great. We'll review them. That'd be good. We'll we'll review them a little bit. And, I mean, I was watching them again earlier when I was sending them to you. Yeah. And I forgot how, like, beautiful those trees were and this that view down, especially once we got up to the top of that rock.
1: Yeah, uh, spine back.
0: Spine back, off a of spineback, Like, that ridge, man, that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. No, it was a great
0: but uh you know i also learned another thing so uh, when we made it when we made it to the top yep when we made it to the top of the mountain we actually found the geological survey pins those like huge markers they put up there yeah there's a couple that are up there one from like a 1959 survey that they did uh another one was from a little bit before that because uh there are two rivers i can't find my note on it but it tells you uh, it's actually on the like the north northern side. It the the mountain that that uh, slope breaks the river into two uh, a little further down, and then it was because I like researching stuff. I mean, besides it being pretty steep and and pretty uh, rocky, and uh, I looked up the difficulty rating on uh, on All Trails, which is a very popular app, a very popular site on looking up where, where to go hiking. So, yeah, they're good. Yeah, it says it's uh, it's rated as difficult, and when I first planned this hike for my wife and I, I didn't read that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think the point of all trails is look at it before you go hiking. <laughs>
0: well, lesson learned, but it was still fun. It was great. It turns out that Mount Mamadnock, Mama like I had mentioned in a prior uh, in our last episode, you know, like it's most popular. One hundred twenty five thousand people a year hike that mountain. It's pretty That's ridiculous. Awesome.
1: Considering uh, when we were in Canada, where there were six
0: people, I
1: think, at the time we were there. Yeah. We saw one guy that asked us about a bear, and the other one asked about a moose. And then some people walking their dog up the mountain. They were smoking us, which is terrible.
0: That dog <laughs> so, had a lot of energy, though. That dog had a lot of energy. <laughs> Scooby <laughs> Snacks, and he was gone.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, man. Well, I think uh, you know, that definitely covers the adventure portion
0: and the uh,
1: you know, tips for the day. But um, let's get into sports for a minute. You know, it'd be a great uh, soundbite to have. What would have been? Um, remember when we used to listen to Seven Ninety back in Miami, Shout
0: and out whenever to we... Miami, that's right.
1: Whenever, whenever Zaz and Tobin would do uh, the um, uh, Brian Winhorst. Uh, segments whenever he was talking, yeah, nah, Bron- nah,
0: nah, nah. yeah, I remember. They're
1: like, "This is Windy Center," and that little evil laugh. <laughs> that would be such a great soundbite. But anyway, uh yeah. So, so uh Adrian Wojnarowski, man, that guy fires off those takes every few seconds when free agency is going on. So to start off with, the Heat. I'm still going to call it our team because no matter where we are in the world, the Heat. We got Jimmy Butler which was kind of surprising. Um, I, we knew he wanted to get out of Philly, but I didn't think he was even meeting with the Heat. But, of course, the godfather, Riley, be with you. Riley, be with you. Uh, got it done. You know, he walked in the room, dumped that box of rings, said, come on. <laughs> and it worked. And now we got Jamie Butler.
0: I think that, uh, you know, the allure of having his own team, because he could have gone with the Houston, he could have stayed in Philly, but he would have been like, not the guy. You know, yeah, he would, have
1: been, he would have been the 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 number two.
0: And we've been flirting with a trade from last year when he was upset and wanted to lead the Timberwolves. You know, like he's a Miami guy. Like he's a D-Wade friend. He's from Marquette. He's like that heat culture already before you get heat culture.
1: Yeah, he's hard nosed, man.
0: Yeah, he plays both sides of the ball well. You know, he's a yeah. star. He's got Kill great it. potential opportunity. I think it's a great move. And we got rid of Whiteside. We sent him to Portland, and Portland's happy about it. You're welcome, Portland. <laughs> Enjoy him.
1: They are happy about that, man. Every all, everything I was reading was wow. Portland came out came out on top on that one. I'm like, man, Portland. we? Did you watch any of the seasons? Nope. That Whiteside played for Miami? None. Well, that's right. Of course not, because you're West Coast. 2K. I mean, what were your scouts looking at?
0: Two K rating. I mean, I, <laughs> what? Two K rating.
1: Two K rating. Two oh, K rating. And the funny <laughs> hey. was. You know, I kind of put my foot in my mouth because I remember when we got him, I used to rave about that guy because I used to pick him up randomly in 2K. What was it? I think 2K9 or 2K10 when he was a rookie, and I was like, "Man, Whiteside is going to be awesome for our team," and he was for like three games.
0: Yep, he was and, great for those three games. He tried real hard, his off the court issues, his attitude. But you know what? Maybe no. he'd be prosperous in his new Portland. And may our new teammates – I say our team, I guess we own it, but it's not. Anyways, Those may the new Heat team, you know, be prosperous as well. You know, nothing but the best for everybody. But let's move on. The Heat, awesome deal. Yep. New York Knicks versus the New York Nets.
1: The Knicks, once again,
0: fall short. Fall flat <laughs> on their face.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is like into a pitfall. And, you know, I, I, I got I feel bad, you know, for – for, <laughs> i do man because the knicks just have such a good storied history man and, and you know diehard fans and they just can't get on top anymore i, I mean there it's a huge market but i think the the allure of jay-z you know it's all it is the allure of jay-z brings those stars to brooklyn
0: and but he doesn't uh, run it no more he's like he has his own um agency he just he's an agent he owns an agency now he doesn't own the team who's that jay-z yeah
1: well he's, he's still associated with it. Sure. He's not associated with, you know, Madison Square Garden.
0: No, but, I, I get it. There's a there's a great historic franchise, but that's historic history, you know, that is past tense. That's gone. Nobody wants to play there. It's either to do with how it's run or or I... he doesn't help. Yeah, that don't help. Uh but it's just no one wants to go to New York. The media is, is a little crude, no offense to y'all, but like it's Yeah, we it's love difficult. New York. Man. We gotta-
1: we had my bachelor party in new york
0: it was a great time everybody was uh, super cool
1: as an organization man I, th- yeah you're right there's something uh there's something missing there or something is being done incorrectly i mean it's maybe because spike lee's at every game and you know i don't know
0: <laughs> spike lee is awesome i would love have spike as like a for- <laughs> but
1: he, you know controversial guy you know always jawing with people he's like there he's like their drake
0: oh, you know? drake is like their spike lee all right like Mike Lee's been around for a while, right?
1: Yeah, but nobody is like Jack Nicholson. That's true. Nobody's like Jack Nicholson. And speaking of them, so far they have three players in their team and a lot of money. <laughs> that's so, right. So I think it's going to be LeBron, AD, and Kuzma versus it's going to be a three on five, apparently, at this point, unless they, you, it's going to be that and like a wagon with $35 million in cash. Probably. <laughs> like that's be what they're starting for. <laughs> I'm not sure where that's gonna go, but they could like know, get a
0: French bulldog to play defense on point guard, just like get a I little mean, bulldog and you're like go oh, guard him.
1: Yeah, he could just like bite their shorts or something. But I mean, I, I I I'm I feel like everyone's waiting for Kawhi to make a move on that team. But do you think he's leaving Toronto?
0: Wow, I don't know. Uh, all right, yeah, because all right, so everyone's pretty much landed someplace, right? Except for Kawhi, he's still contemplating he met with some people i guess Toronto is the last team he's going to meet with so to me i'm thinking he has all the cards in his hand the entire nba is frozen solid waiting for him to decide yeah. something i don't
1: know i mean i don't see him as the kind of player that would that would go to the lakers to form another big 3 you know he he's never seemed like a ring chaser you know look he went to toronto toronto was even it was barely in contention for winning the Eastern Conference. You know, so he definitely wasn't chasing rings. Um, You know, he he played well there. He's got a good team. Um, I think he comes back.
0: I mean, he could. I mean, uh, I think I'd like to see him run it back just to see if he could because now that the way things have all fallen, it's wide open in the East. It's pretty much wide open in total because Golden State, they lost KD, but they got uh, D'Angelo Russell, who's a solid young guy. I,
1: I was hoping he would come to the Heat.
0: Yeah, me too. I thought if we couldn't get a like Butler or another free agent, R- Russell would have been a top star because he—that oh, that,
1: that guy—he's a stud.
0: He carried Brooklyn. I,
1: I'll tell you what, though, and I'm calling this now: if Kawhi does leave Toronto, it will be Brooklyn and Miami Eastern Conference Championship. Call that now.
0: Oh wow! I wish I had a drop for like. Super way early hot take. Boom. That's, a, t- that, that's a TFD bomb right there. has <laughs> a D-F- hot
1: D-F- TFD bomb. bomb. You heard it here first. Let's put those in. To-
0: hot, stinky TFD. A hot pile of TFD right there for you folks. <laughs> Math prediction is that the Brooklyn Nets and the Miami Heat will be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yes, wow. sir. I'll save my bold prediction for a little bit later after Kawhi makes his decision. <laughs>
1: Well, mine had the stipulation that that's if Kawhi leaves.
0: True, true. If, if, Kawhi, leaves. if Kawhi leaves. If Kawhi leaves. If Kawhi leaves. But uh, it's, we'll see. And uh, we got other sports here. I'll do a quick run around for everybody. Uh, baseball, the Marlins still suck. Football, the Dolphins still suck. Uh, <laughs> the Miami uh, soccer team hasn't been made yet. Still sucks. <laughs> they suck. They haven't even started yet. <laughs> and, uh, and I think that kind of covers up the sports segment
1: I was going to call it a two-minute drill But that was like a 15-second drill So yeah, we're good <laughs> All right, well uh, As usual, at, towards the end of the show here We're going to do the uh, segment I call Another Round And for this week I have tried this new beer Because I'm on a, uh, a binge here Trying new beers every week from local breweries. This one is called humidity pale ale. And it's a uh, slogan here is beer from the beautiful South. And this is from full steam brewery in uh, Durham, North Carolina. Um, I actually just started drinking this one right this minute when we started doing this podcast. And uh, I like it, man. It's um, it, it reminds me of the Boone Creek blonde a little bit, not as flavorful, but definitely uh, worth a, worth a try if you're um if you're in the uh, north carolina area uh, pick yourself up a six pack of this stuff again that's a full steam brewery from durham north carolina it is a uh, pale ale and it's quite delicious
0: sounds tasty nice uh here i'm gonna crack one i'm gonna crack mine open right now i don't know if you heard the little crack i put the microphone real close to it Anyway. so, here's my buddy uh, from the Wachusett Brewery. I've had one of theirs before. I've told – in the first podcast or second podcast, I mentioned it. So, this is one of their new – new uh, not, it's one of their new IPAs. Uh, it's called Liquication. Uh, so, it's a you know seasonal IPA. It's more of a lighter summer beer. Mm, good bitterness to it. Uh, that tastes pretty great. I mean, Wachusett makes a lot of great IPAs, lagers. They got some blueberries. They got – uh, watermelon beer I tried the other day at a barbecue at a friend's. Uh, this one's pretty decent. I like it. It's a nice India pale ale. Uh, it's not overpowering with the bitterness. So give it a shot, everybody. Wachusett Brewery Company out here in uh, Westminster, Massachusetts.
1: Good deal. Well, when we're up that way, we'll grab one of those.
0: Yeah, and I got a little dude on a paddleboard, if you can see him. See that paddleboard guy? And then he's got a little dog on his paddleboard. Pretty dope. Just there, chilling. Off, like
1: all right man good deal um so just a preview for next week this weekend the wife and i are heading to uh beach north carolina and <laughs> i am extremely stoked because there is a shipwreck from the early 1900s that about three months ago just got revealed because of uh some storm and wave action that's what ship- yes man The ship was supposed to be lost and it has been uncovered by the wave action. So I will be going out there, getting pictures of it and looking for treasure, as Pirate Pierre does when
0: he, Pirate Pierre
1: when he's uh, shipwreck hunting. So that will be a preview for next week. There will be a lot of discussion about that and how the trip goes. And uh, yeah, anything else you got?
0: No, that's good. I'm excited to hear about uh, how that trip goes and how much treasure you get. I'm assuming you're going to keep a couple of the blooms in your pocket. Uh, you know, help that with the, the baby's college fund and all that. Or of pieces course. pieces of eight. I don't know. if The blooms, pieces of eight, silver, whatever. Probably
1: you... probably silver. Pieces of eight were a little bit older. This is 1900s. Mm. Pieces of eight would have been 1700s. But close enough. It's still, it's still pirate because it's a wreck and it's buried treasure and I'm going to find it. And on that <laughs> note.
0: <laughs> well, I think what you got to do is you got to get a snorkel and like dive in and like like have like chrisio distract like the people who are showing you the the site and you just like jump in the water straight up th-
1: that's the thing it's not a site this thing is just there there's nothing it, it's not a a tourist attraction what yeah i'm telling you it just got unveiled like 3 months ago by wave action so there's no government involvement you're not allowed to take any pieces of the ship because it's considered like hell I'm not <laughs> No, we here at TFD do not condone stealing historic protected property.
0: However, Unless you're protecting it by stealing it.
1: In, in that case...
0: I saw national treasure.
1: There may, or, <laughs> there may or may not be one on my wall in the future house. But on that note, we will have lots to discuss next week. And we thank you all for tuning in. And remember, if you're not following, go follow us on TFD underscore lifestyle on Instagram. There will be pictures uh, from the hikes, pictures of the beers, videos of uh, some of the stuff we talked about today. And, yeah, learn something new this week and, you know, keep, keep improving. We got some workout stuff to talk about next week.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely do. Definitely do. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, I'm Brian signing out.
1: All right. <laughs>